So this morning, I, I was looking at just a couple scriptures. One of the core things I started to kind of think about what brings unity? What's the core of unity? You know, and there's a couple scriptures that I was led through. But the main one that I came to was this. Um, and it's all our unity is because of Christ. And it says this in Romans 6, 5. For if we have been united with him, right, in death like his, united with him in death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a res resurrection like his. So our unity starts through the suffering of Christ. Isn't that a crazy idea? That we're united through that suffering and that pain. That's what bonds us first and foremost is His blood, right? So if we're united in Him, in a death like His, right? So we're united with Christ. The blood of Christ bonds us in unity. Then we will also certainly be united. Again, that word, we're still united in the resurrection like His. And I was thinking about our lives as a team. So today, you know, we can celebrate a lot together. But oftentimes, if you think about it, what are the things that bond you closest together with your compadres, your amigos, right? Or when, you know, you can have good times and that bonds you to some degree. But it's when you go through the tough times. It's when you go through the suffering together. And it says in the Bible that we suffer together. We grieve with one another. We uphold one another. That's where unity is strengthened the most. So when we carry one another, <clears throat> and there's no, there's no shame. See, the world wants to put shame on sufferings and say, hey, if you're weak, that's why people put up what they say, put on a face. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm good. And you know, for the most part, it's okay to the public. I don't think you should walk around like <clears throat> constantly bleeding out. <sighs> this is second somebody says, how are you doing? Well, let me tell you everything that's wrong, you know. Be wise. <clears throat> but when we have a team like this, and wherever you're at, whatever the, the tribe is that God has called you into, you know, find your tribe that fits. You heard that statement. This is a tribe, right? And... We are strengthened, so I want to encourage us that in the sufferings of one another, when we uphold one another, when we carry the burdens together, be encouraged that that unity first started when Christ himself suffered for us. We wouldn't have that relationship with the Lord without the suffering of Christ. That bonds us to God first, bonds us to Christ first. Then that same bond is then afforded to all of us, and it comes from the sacrifice of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb. Right. And then in and out of that, we then have a unity in the resurrection power of Christ. So you've got the suffering and then you've got the outcome, the result, which is what? The resurrection. The death is defeated. Chains are no longer holding. So whatever it was that you suffered in and through with, you know that time is coming when the resurrection power of Christ will be revealed in your tribe. So that I just wanted to reiterate that because it will encourage us to make sure that we uphold one another, that we honor one another. You know, th there's sufferings and trials. Christ didn't say that we know the scripture. He says, you know, if I've been persecuted, then expect to be the same. If I've gone through trials, then you will too. But in the same way, like his death, like his resurrection, we will also see and receive in unity. So what are the, the, what are the other ways that we 
generate unity. I wanted to come to the core first because look at this psalm. I love this. Psalm 133 verse 1. How good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. In another version, when they dwell together in unity. You see, unity isn't a surface thing. That's why I love our team. We, you see, because I'm going to go into other areas where unity has bonded us, right? But I just want to talk about the, 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 side, the, the other side of unity when we go through suffering together. God says how good and pleasant it is when God's people, when brothers dwell in unity. How good and pleasant. We have a good and pleasant hope. We have a good and pleasant unity. That's what unity brings. And in 1 Peter 3, 8, final verse to break down. Finally, all of you be like-minded. Isn't that unity? We, we have a like mind. Be sympathetic. Love one another. Be compassionate and humble. Those are pretty clear statements. Be like-minded. We're united. We put on the mind of Christ together. Christ is the blood that unites us, right? It's His blood. Then we're sympathetic because first we come through Christ. Then we love one another. Then we're compassionate and humble. See, those are all traits of unity. The results that when we love one another, we are united and how good and pleasant it is. But what I'm, I want to encourage us with this morning, just briefly, is that we are united. That's the core. Like I said in that scripture, I read it again. It's powerful. If you think about this in terms of unity. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. How powerful is that? That's our hope, guys. So whatever trials we go through today, individually, you're not alone. We do it together. Why? Because unity has forced us to come together and I say force because to me, when we dream together, it's like a magneticism. You know, when two magnets come together, bang, they hit. You, it's hard to pull them apart, right? Especially when they're strong. And it's just an automatic. And then you're like, wow, this is amazing. So when we, we are united, when we dream together, are we dreaming together as a team? Absolutely. It's all over the walls. We're thinking about it, freaking out about it together. We're, we're investing in it. We're investing in one another's dreams, right? When you join a tribe like this, we dream together. We serve together. There's another way that united, it just forces this magnetism. And you know, you will never experience this unless you have a humble and a loving heart. Love one another and be compassionate and humble. Have you ever seen a person that, that, isn't, that lives on their own? They're often not humble or compassionate. When you talk to them, you're repelled from them. You're not, you're like, whoa, stay away from that dude or that girl. There's like a, there's a disunity, a dysfunction. You see, God says there's a good and pleasantness when brothers dwell in unity. I believe we live in a good and pleasant season, do we not? Even though we're coming through together through the, through the blood, through, through suffering, when we serve together, when we study together, what is this? We're studying the Word of God, right? When we fight together, brothers in arms, we're warriors. Remember the whole season when we said we are warriors, we're worship warriors, you know? 
We're fighting for this land. We're fighting for this city. It bonds something. I don't know about you, but if you've ever fought together, even in a sports team, we're going to rise up together. It bonds. It's like, man, I've seen your scars. I helped carry you over that mound. You helped carry me over that one. I helped carry, but with love and compassion. I, I never spoke down to you. I never spoke about you to others. I lift you up. You lift me up. We're brothers. You see, when you, when you fight together, when you share together, you share life, you share your goods, you share your dream, you share your vision. See, when you hold on to things, you're alone. God made us to be united. How good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell together in unity. We're not called to be alone. So the world wants you to think, well, when you're going through a tough time, be alone. Suffer in secret. There's no shame in saying, brothers, the, in wisdom, you know, God says, you know, the, the, in the counsel of many, there, there's with, but safety. But you've got to realize who you're getting counsel from. But when you're running as a tribe, you know your tribe. You know your squad. You ever heard that? It's my squadron. Yo, we're the B-52s, baby. Whatever it is that you call yourselves. You're your crew. Make sure that crew are really united with you in mind, body, and spirit. Because if you're running with the wrong people, you're going to get the wrong uh, results. You're going to be repelled rather than, than forced together. See, God has put these things in motion because even when we don't realize it, we're bonded more than we think. When we bleed together, when we cry together, when we gain muscle together in the spirit, mind, and soul, when we run together, we're more than when we're on our own. Because it's a picture of the body of Christ, right? So I want to encourage us that we are living, whatever our backgrounds are from, it doesn't matter. We are one tribe under Christ. So we found this tribe. So then be thankful. Say, God, I thank you that I'm united by your death. And in the same way, we are united in your resurrection. That's the hope that we have today. Because our bond is the blood. That's what bonds us together. And I was just thinking about that. I thought, man, how many stories have we shared in this group in just a short period of time of life? You know, we got quarter century egg. We got half century egg, you know. But in the time that we've shared together, God has bonded us by his blood. And we know that the hope is coming because of his resurrection. He already defeated death. So whatever we carry as individuals and as a team, as a tribe, we also know that we will celebrate together in the resurrection power of Christ. Amen. That's the truth. That's the truth. You see, the world wants you to stay in the suffering and in alone. Oh man, I can't do this. It's a shameful thing. I'm less of a being if I'm not perfect. You, well, if you're on your own, you're never going to be perfect because you're not whole. Just in the same way that God made a picture of marriage. You become one. You become whole when you join in holy matrimony. This is the same when we're bonded by the blood of Christ. So it's through that suffering and pain of Christ that first unity was birthed between God and man, between man to God. And it just struck me. I was like, man, that's how we start our spiritual birth, our born againness. Our new life was birthed through the suffering of Christ. But it says in that Romans that that's how we are united. Isn't that, isn't that fascinating and powerful?
And whatever Christ has done for us, it's a picture of what we do daily together. Amen? So God has called us to stay united and not allow the sufferings of life to disunite us. In fact, look at it in a way that says, well, it's a picture of how Christ united us to our Father in heaven. So it's an opportunity to be united in a deeper manner. And it's an opportunity to see the resurrection power outcome come. Because you can't have one without the other. You cannot. Christ couldn't have died. And if He hadn't risen from the dead, we wouldn't be here. If He just suffered, we wouldn't be here. No, He suffered and defeated death. Rose up, victorious, champion. That's our promise. And that's how we can look at today, this week. Whatever you're facing, know that you're part of a tribe. And in this tribe, we will rise up together and defeat whatever it is that's suffering or ailing us. Amen?